Hey everybody, this is Diana Stemkowski of Diana Your Life Coach, and this is the Decision Small and Large with Diana podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about parts of the brain and why we want to. So just a, a brief overview. The parts of the brain as I'm talking about are, I'm going to be, they're going to be under the heading of different names, Mimi and Gigi, and I'll explain more as I go on. So Mimi is the part of our, part of our brain where she's a mean girl. She is, um, the primitive part of our brain and she is, she keeps us alive. And this part of our brain hasn't evolved with us. So it's a very strong component when it comes to limiting, modifying our behavior. And Gigi, on the other hand, is the part of our brain that is the higher functioning, the higher brain um, that's not so reptilian or animalistic. It, it is that executive function that enables us to problem solve, strategize, and, you know, helps us, you know, reach a goal. So we want to talk about these parts of the brain because these, and I know that there are a lot of components to the brain. I'm, I'm grouping these on purpose for learning sake. Um, there's a whole lot to learn about the brain. I'm discovering that kind of <laughs> wasn't necessary to talk about, but I will be talking about two parts of the brain that I'm sure you you've heard of before. So in terms of Mimi, I'm speaking more toward the amygdala. And I found out that there are two amygdala, amygdala, that I think is the proper um, uh, for two or more. And they're in uh, the amygdala, or one is in each brain hemisphere. And the amygdala help us regulate emo emotions and encode memories especially when it comes to emotional remembrances. So that's a quote from one of the websites I was looking into. So amygdala has, it, you know, they discovered it, what part it plays for us when they removed the amygdala from rhesus monkeys. And they discovered that once it was removed, it had drastic effects on the, the monkey's behavior in terms of they became more hostile and seemed to display less fear. So that's started that connection in terms of study and research. So it's the fight, flight, or freeze aspect of our brain. It keeps us safe from danger. And in our modern times, we are less likely to be eaten by larger animals. Um, and so our brain can associate a new goal, a new challenge as dangerous to us. And so it wants to keep us safe. And it, and Mimi does this by keeping us where we are or even farther backwards. So we, you know, a lot of inaction, you know, stemming from fear and doubt. And so 
we want to be aware of this part of our brain because it's acting from a very automatic, long evolved part of us that served a purpose. Yes. It keeps us from, um, you know, putting our hand on the stove. There are certain instincts and involuntary reactions that have saved us, you know, don't, don't put sharp things in your eye. <laughs> and so Mimi, that part of the brain, the amygdala are, have served us. And the, the ultimate goal and part of this in looking at the parts of the brain is that we don't want to disregard Mimi. We don't want to put her in the closet. We don't want to shut her up. We just don't want to listen to her as much as we do now. So it, like I said, Mimi, I chose this name because it rhymed with Gigi and Mimi is about me, me, me from a very, uh, like a, not like a selfish kind of way, but she is the the judge, jury and executioner of a lot of what we do and how we behave. <laughs> so Mimi is also drawing from the past. She is basing a lot of our success and, up, you know, uh, living up to our challenges from a probable standpoint in the past, we've tried this before and it didn't work. So the, it's the probability is higher according to Mimi that we won't succeed. So why bother trying? And so the, this part of the brain is giving us a lot of information that over time we're recognizing that we don't need. But a lot of the fear-based actions, like wallowing in confusion, like not doing anything, sitting on the couch watching Netflix, um, spending more, eating more, doing more, that's not in keeping with what we want to create. So Mimi does provide us safety. She is coming really with the best of intentions. But we don't need Mimi to act as a limiter or a bouncer to some of the ideas that we want to entertain. So Mimi, in her more the 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 more negative moments, is that mean girl. She's the one who says, "You're you're not good enough." You'll never do that. You have no idea what you're doing and you'll never learn. You're stupid. You're fat. You're lazy. You're crazy. That's Mimi. Mimi is a powerful voice in our head until we recognize she is, is not in our higher, she doesn't serve us for the long term. She's protected us but she is not going to help us move forward more consistently. She wants us to slow down. She wants us to stop because to her, that's safe. So one of the byproducts of this conversation I want you to entertain is that Mimi is a part of her life. She will never go away. We haven't evolved that far in terms of our brain function that she's going to go away tomorrow. She's always going to be a part of our lives. We don't need to hate her. We don't need to push her away. 
we don't need to do anything drastic to shut her up. We just need to acknowledge that she's there. Hey, Mimi, I hear you, but what you're saying isn't helping me at all, but I'm going to keep going forward. So the, the amygdala is one of the functions is it, it tags emotional experience experiences in such a way that it's better remembered like trauma or something intense happening, whether it's good or bad. So our brain is designed to tag and to note what's what we can remember, what's good to remember and what's what we don't need. So this process happens involuntarily. It happens automatically and we're not even conscious of it. So this is how powerful Mimi, the Mimi parts of our brain can be, which is good to know because it's something like every good computer we can override and we override a lot of these primitive automatic responses that are fear-based with the GG part of our brain. So specifically, you know, there's a whole, you know, um, there are whole components and systems within the brain itself that would fall under Mimi and Gigi. And I didn't, I didn't go that far, but I know for Gigi, we're using our, the, our prefrontal cortex, which is the part of the brain that we can plan. We can problem solve. We can strategize. I like to call it the more higher brain function, the executive function, which uses all of our senses um, sight, sound, smell, touch, balance, taste. So that part of the brain provides a lot of information about our environment, where we are, and it gives us information about something outside of ourselves that we, you know, our other parts of our brain can interpret for us. So when we tap into this prefrontal cortex, it can help us override a lot of that primitive reptilian animalistic brain tendencies. So there's a part of this also that um, helps us with focus, this GG part of our brain. It helps us with, with focus. We pay attention to the things we want and we can choose to ignore others. And this, this is, this is helpful when it comes to temptations or impulses. So I think of this, like I said, as the higher self, I look at this part of the brain as coming from possibility compared to probability of Mimi brain. So the possibility or this part of our brain can consider the future in terms of possibility these different options are available to us based upon the information that we have and that we can choose from. So I'd look at this as Gigi and I got the name Gigi, just a shout out to Amy Latta, who is a confidence coach for coaches. And she describes her two parts of the brain as Gigi and Helga, but I like rhyming. So Gigi is that part of the brain that we can tap into when we want to consider our future selves, 
we create goals, we make decisions to become something that we aren't quite yet, something that we want to be. So creating a goal is basically changing who we are in order to get that. And Gigi, if we're talking in terms of a concept I just adore, which is the future self, my future self, two, five, 10 years from now, from Gigi's standpoint, all that information about my future self is available if I utilize ask for guidance from Gigi. My brain has all the answers to the hows, to the whys, to the ways. I just have to tap into Gigi in a very conscious, deliberate way when I think about goal creation and goal completion, whatever those goals are. And so I think it's, to me, this is really important to know, and here's why. So I mentioned that, you know, decision-making is a huge part of the way we can take back control and agency into our lives. And when we use these part of our brains, we can listen to, to Mimi. Understandably, she's got concerns. She's concerned about our safety, quote unquote, because of this goal. And yeah, she's there, but she's keeping us alive as we go forward, you know, in terms of not doing stupid things with our body. Um, and so when we, we think about decision-making, we are tapping into Gigi, we're tapping into that prefrontal cortex, we're tapping into that parts, the, the parts of our brain that have acquired so much information that our emotions haven't let us see. So one of the, one reason why it's important, I, I have three, one reason why it's important to know about these is that we can make more informed, proactive, not reactive decisions about our lives. We make those types of decisions. It influences our behavior. It influences what we can create and it influences our relationships with ourselves and other people. So it, we have better relationships with the goal that we're trying to achieve. So we're, instead of like being reactive or unthinking, unconscious about our goal, we now have a lot more resource to pull from in ourselves that will enable us to keep going. So another important reason why we want to know about these parts of our brain is that it provides agency. We are no longer at the mercy of the emotional chaos that could be in our minds. We know the chaos is created by this primitive part of our brain wanting to keep us safe. And it knows that it's unsafe because we're uncomfortable. Our brain, that part of our brain responds to our sensation of fear in our body as let's shut down, let's circle the wagons, let's protect you, let's not, let's make you stop. And so once we recognize that our emotions are, you know, the ones that come up from unconscious beliefs and thoughts, then we can 
think about our thoughts and those feelings in a different way from a more detached way, more deliberate and strategizing part of our brain can analyze, like I can make a choice, like, God, I know I'm feeling uncomfortable, but I'm not going to stop doing what I want to do today to take me closer to my goal. The fear can still be there. Mimi can still be there, but we don't have to let it, let her and that discomfort get us off track. And so I think when the emotional component of the brain, you know, the, the, this, this connection with the amygdala and fear, fear will never go away either. Doubt will never go away either. Confusion will never go away either. I think once we accept that, that, that is just, it's just going to be here. They're all going to be here that we can have that distance and start using our prefrontal cortex purposefully. Like, yep. I know I have all this bodily awareness about what I'm feeling, the sensations in my body kick in Gigi and say, okay, what out of all of this do I need right now? And Gigi's going to, you know, clear the slate for you. Well, you don't need this because you know, it's a lie. (laughs) You don't need this because it's just an old memory, an old belief that, you know, you don't, you don't, it's not true and you don't need it. So Gigi can help modulate and manage some of the stuff that's going on in your head. Therefore, you don't feel at the mercy of all of that's, that's going on in your mind. Cause I know a lot, I know what drew me to coaching was this ability to really look at my emotions from a detached point of view. I always felt so in them. So part of this current of my emotions, I couldn't grab onto rocks. I was just at the mercy of the flow of this, all of this water, all of this chaos. And so to me, when I realized I've got parts of my brain that I'm not even using Gigi in this case, I I was like, Oh my God, finally, I knew there was more to my brain here. I knew that I'm not, I'm not using my brain. So this was super exciting for me to figure out we can modulate our, our own emotions by being aware of and tapping into the parts of our brain that we already have. So I think, um, let's see, I'm trying, I'm reading my notes here. Sorry. There was a lot on this paper. We really, when it comes to it with our goals, what happens to all a lot of us is that we get caught up on our discomfort. So we we want to achieve something. There's always going to be a fear, doubt, uncertainty, anxiety, uh, regret. There's always going to be something playing in our minds that's that's generating the thoughts that are generating those types of emotions, and it it prevents us from moving forward maybe as quickly as we want to, and keeping us forward consistently which is where that momentum piece comes in. So if we want to maintain momentum, whatever that looks like for us, then we need to tap into the GG part of our brain who has our best interests at heart. I think that's my interpretation of GG. GG's my friend. GG's my guide. 
when I'm, I'm in doubt about things like Gigi, just tell me what to do. What, what do you think is the best decision I can make right now? And that to me, if I tap into Gigi, it's a very calming experience. It's a grounded experience. I, we all have the wisdom and Gigi is our way to, to get that information out. So while Gigi is, we don't want to focus so much on Gigi, like I said, that we're, you know, discounting, ignoring Mimi. I don't think that's ever possible for a very long span of time because Gigi is that counterbalance to Mimi. We kind of need both, but we want to focus more on Gigi. We want to nurture this relationship with her. So we're hearing what she's saying when we are in doubt, when we fear, when we stop, when we slow down on our way to our result. So I think this is really, to me, this was revolutionary that I had a, I had an organ in my body that I was not, I didn't know enough about. And I regarded my brain for a long time as an enemy that I couldn't control it. It was powerful and strong, but not in ways that I liked and was comfortable with. Could I generate and whip up a, a crap load of fear and terror in like two seconds? Absolutely. My brain has been good at that for a very long time, but I just knew when I, when I saw what coaching can do for managing your emotions, this was huge for me. It enabled me to look at my brain as a huge asset rather than the enemy. So if that's basic takeaway here, we can integrate and synthesize Mimi and Gigi in our lives. Who do we want to focus on? Gigi. We can have a compassionate relationship with Mimi after a while. I think for a lot of us, there's a lot of resistance to that idea, at least at first, when you start coaching or starting um, personal growth work, we want to like, I want to fix Mimi. So she doesn't bother me the way she does now. Well, we can't fix Mimi. She's programmed that way. She's doing what she is designed to do. And why, why, why can't we just accept and feel compassion for Mimi? Because the way I picture Mimi in my head is that she's, she's cowering in the corner. She's angry. <laughs> she's kind of a mess. She's not dressed very well. She's just kind of holding on to it, holding on to her sanity. She's just all over the place and she's kind of mean. Whereas Gigi is like this smooth, polished, elegant woman, very self-controlled, very contained, but also very open and passionate. So I've given sort of like an appearance to both parts of my brains, which I, which I find kind of helpful. You may not but it at least makes me look at Mimi in a more loving, compassionate way. I don't have to resist her, avoid her, deny that she's there. She's just, she is, but I spend more time with Gigi. So I think this is all, I think I got everything I wanted to talk about, but, and I did make some pretty 
gross oversimplifications of the part, parts of the brain, but for our purposes, for coaching purposes and personal growth, these, this is really important information to have. It's empowering. So on that note, I will see you next time. Have a great rest of your week. I'll see you later. Bye.